0: goals. Alyssa, Kylie,
1: Emily, and it's time to get
0: spooky. Ooh, Ooh. That was
1: great, Kyle.
0: <laughs> oh, you guys have beautiful voices. The you voices know, of angels. Thank
1: you. So do you. And it's mm. like one day I just wanted to magically appear in rhythm.
0: We'll see what happens. I'm not because quite a voice ready.
1: Of a literal angel.
0: Hmm. <laughs> Amazing. No one has ever called me an angel in my whole life, <laughs> That's but thank what I'm you. Here for. Thank you. I appreciate it.
2: Anytime.
0: What's uh, up? Yeah. What's new? What's what's up? What's, what's up happening?
1: The nothing.
0: Yeah. Nothing. Honestly, nothing.
1: It was definitely a Monday. Oh,
0: today sucked.
1: It sucked. But tonight yeah. we've got the Emmys. We do have yeah. the Emmys. I recorded it. I'm super excited. I caught a little bit before I came over here, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the host, what, is, what are their names, the SNL guys, uh, Kyle, Colin Kyle Jost. oh. Colin Jost. Colin Jost, and yeah. And Michael Che.
0: And Michael Che, yeah.
1: Freaking cracking me Is that uh, who's hosting? Yes. Oh, it's a good time. That's generation. great. No, yeah, they're, they're really good, good together. They're so funny. They have some, cl- oh, some great jokes. I love that. So.
0: Remember when I said my maid episode was an Emmy Award winner? Yeah, it is. I mean, I think MADE itself is Emmy Award she winning. She
1: freaking on MADE, you guys. MTV's <laughs> MADE. Alyssa.
2: We'll provide the link in we, bio. We, I mean, we are. No <laughs> link in bio. No, that is. What? Dude. You dude. know, I still haven't watched it. I'm waiting to watch it in That's the other room on Alyssa's couch with some popcorn. Okay. Maybe we'll do it next week. It's a big TV I'm going to say
0: this for anyone who watches it, it's very edited. It's <laughs> not what happened at all.
1: Dude. You're a local celebrity. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. No big deal. No big deal. We
0: wish. We wish.
1: So, I mean, for that, we have to, we wanted to look up ghost celebrities. We did. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Because we have a celebrity, and it was like, that just makes sense, because, like, if she dies, that's what she is.
0: This all really started because there's this video of Post Malone touching the Dybbuk box in Zach Bagans' Haunted Museum. And they think he's cursed because he's had all of these things happen to him since. Mm -hmm. And at first, we were looking into paranormal experiences of celebrities. Mm -hmm. But it's a little bit... We'll have to do more research on that one. It's not as easy to find. Mm -hmm. So, that's to come. But then we said famous ghosts ghosts of famous people
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes. so but we had fun with this we yes, did it's a fun one we all were like oh my god I love this person I love them I didn't say that about anyone that was my <laughs> idol <laughs> she's right
0: you'd never you never guess how many famous people are still haunting us yeah That's there are crazy. a lot.
1: It's wild. Ah, who's kicking and, it off? the reasons are quite odd, or the reasons I found were yeah, quite odd, that I've, they're still around. Yeah. You know?
2: And not at peace.
0: Yeah. Are you kicking it off?
1: Yeah. I would like her to. Alright.
2: I was thinking, before we get into it, maybe Emily can <sighs> oh. tell us a few facts about Jean Harlow. Dude,
1: I love Jean Harlow. So, like, classic movies, obsession. That's your jam, pride and joy. Like, (laughs) as a girl, as an adult, as a female today, as a woman, right? I've been. I wanted to work at Turner Classic Movies. You know, from a wee girl to all the way to now, I still. I still look on their careers page. Yeah, nothing yet for me, but I'll find. Give it time. Something.
0: Give it time. Anyways,
1: I love classic movies. So like old Hollywood stars, Golden Age of Hollywood. You know celebs uh she was it. like
2: the original blonde bombshell right like before Marilyn. she
1: was sh- she wasn't the original original but yes she's known as that got it because that uh, there was Thelma todd there was may west oh, okay uh-huh. you know uh-huh. so they were before jean harlow but everybody knows jean because she's you know your classic
2: blonde Hollywood bombshell. Star.
1: yeah yeah star so she was crazy. She, I mean, she, to dye her hair blonde, y'all, she bleached it. She would. Like, ble- actual bleach. Like, literally, they would bleach it, and it was a lot, and some say her kidney failure had to do with that bleach, but obviously, mm. I don't think.
0: Because it. it wasn't for the hair.
1: No. Like, oh. back then, in the 30s, they didn't really have no.
0: dye products. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So to get her hair that blonde cuz I think she was like a redhead or something. <gasps> before. Oh
0: All these God. redheads Red go to Hollywood and they ruin their hair. They ruin their hair. I just they gotta don't get stop. it. They
1: right. Gotta stop. She wasn't a movie like I think one of her first movies she appeared as a redhead. And then wow. she went blonde and it never went back. Wow. Um but yeah the people loved her. She I
2: heard married She was super
1: sweet too. She was so sweet. She died so young, Ugh. which is so sad. Ugh. She um, was known for hanging out with some suspicious cactus. Uh, but and married a few weirdos. Uh, I'm pretty sure.:
0: How old was she when she passed away?: I
1: think She was like 26. Yeah Oh
0: my God, me. You! Us. Oh my God, <laughs>
2: not me.
1: But the people were devastated. Clark Gable, he was so sad. He, Oh, but he said before she passed, because he was filming a movie with her when she got sick and had uh, to be, you know, mm-hmm. what do you call it when you go to, you have to stay in your bed? I don't know, bed whatever. rest. That's it. <laughs> so, she was on bed rest, and he, like, went to see her, and apparently she just looked awful, like, uh, pale white. Her breast smelled of, like, some awful odor. She, like, uh, was just super thin. It was bad.
0: Uh, rest in yeah. peace, honey.
1: Jean Harlow. What you know about that? Well, she also happens to be a, a, ghost. a ghost. Shit, yes. I love her.
2: <laughs> I love that. So I was uh, doing some research and came across this blog seeksghost.blogspot.com. That's a good one. Kylie loves a blog too. spot. I do. I do. That's a good one. Um, and so I'm gonna read you a little story. Can't wait. I'm gonna hit you with the facts, the
0: facts and the figures.
2: Mm-hmm. Just... To Paul Byrne, Jean Harlow
0: house. Ooh,
2: that was Ooh. one of her weird husbands. Yeah, this is the one. Yeah, we're gonna. You're gonna hear something <gasps> about him.
0: Oh, this is this. Okay. I'm ready because I know about this, actually.
2: Okay. <laughs> so, as Emily told us, she was one of Hollywood's original Blom Bombshells. Blom.
0: A Blom Bombshell. She was
2: shell. a Blom bomb. That
1: sounds right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and on film, she eluded, like, a smooth, sexy, slob attitude. And Jean, who never really dated fellow actors, mm-hmm. she shocked the Hollywood community. When she began dating Paul Byrne, who was an MGM executive. Mm. And people were freaking out because he was, I think, like, 22 years older than okay. her. So, mm. well, like I
0: mean, in this day and age, I was pretty... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: And I guess he was also much shorter than her and kind of weird-looking, kind of had, like, a creepy aesthetic, but not cute. in, like, a cute... In a cute way. And she was a hot tamale. Wouldn't, yes. I wouldn't bang it. She was the <laughs> hot tamale.
0: This is one that Emily would not I bang. <laughs> no, I'm not going to
2: say that.
1: There's, there's a movement going on.
2: And you know what else? In several accounts of their courtship, apparently she went after
1: him. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, she was apparently into she, it. She, he was a studio it. person. Yeah. yeah. She, maybe
0: she thought he, he was yeah. going to get her into oh, some okay. stuff.
1: Yes. He also had yeah. an estranged wife.
2: Oh. oh.
1: In God. New York. Whoa. Uh huh.
2: So the couple they married nineteen thirty two and rumors began to spread that their relationship was a little tumultuous. Mm. Twice. There were rumors that he may have been abusive, but she Jean didn't talk about this at all with anyone. Just four months after their marriage, Byrne was alone at the house that he had given to Harlow as a wedding gift, and he was found dead by the butler. Jean yep. had stayed overnight at her mother's house. So, Byrne was found nude, laying on the floor, dead from a bullet wound. And there's a photo that we could post. <laughs> yeah. He had bled all over Jean's white bedroom. Like, nightmare. <laughs> not Imagine mayor. Not mayor. Imagine an entirely <laughs>
1: white bedroom. Yeah, and there's... And you just ruin it. And you just freaking ruin the whole you, thing. I can't uh, get that out. I can't get that out, Paul.
2: And another weird fact. <laughs> <laughs> another weird fact. His body was drenched in Jean's favorite perfume. Oh God! Oh. What? A suicide note was found in the bedroom. Hmm. Later, one employee, Davis, the gardener, stated that it was not Burns' handwriting. Yep. Mm-hmm. Burns' secretary, Mrs. Harrison, stated that she thinks it was a murder. Mm-hmm. So here's where it gets even weirder. Yeah. Wicked weird. There was a female's bathing suit and two wine glasses left with a blood spot at the edge of the swimming pool.
0: <gasps> and Jean oh. was not there?
2: Mm-hmm, mm mm-hmm. So it appeared that Byrne was going after someone else, and he sent Jean to stay with her mother. Wow.
1: Ooh, I heard they were fighting. Hm. Yeah. Yeah. But maybe that... Emily happened. was there, and she heard... I was there. She heard like, them fighting. I was best friends with Jean. Yeah, obviously. <sighs> You're like, you're a blonde, blonde I've fan. lived in the 30s.
0: <laughs> Blomb.
1: So, curiously,
2: uh, Jean was not called to testify into Byrne's death, which, I don't know, maybe she found out and she got mad. Or there was a fight, there was an altercation, we don't know. Huh? Right after the murder, the police were told that she was just too hysterical to undergo questioning. Wow. And some other people state that Jean supposedly tried to commit suicide after she heard the news, <clears throat> which is very sad. <coughs> oh my
1: god. Kyle's doing a death.
2: <laughs> Ghost Let it up. go. So is it's that all me? the bleach. Go- Jean's <laughs> trying to my come tongue. through.
1: <laughs> She's like, let me tell my story. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh my god, so, what well, if that happens? That'd be Stop.
1: tight. I would love that. Blood all over your white bedroom. No, but no, if, you were, if Jean. you were
0: Jean for one second.
1: Stop. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <Ooh. sighs> so Paul's butler, the one that discovered the body. I have
1: a frog in my throat. I'm into Get it. it out. It's true, <clears throat> dude. Let her come through. Okay. I don't know hey it's too. Jean. <laughs> my parliament?
2: That's how she said <laughs> Hey, how are ya?
1: Hey, it's Jane.
2: <laughs> God damn it. The butler who discovered the body. <laughs> okay, so the butler called MGM before the police arrived. So, the studio execs, Louis B. Mayer... Yep. ...and Irving Thalberg arrived yep. first to the scene. Um, hello... Sketchy characters. Did they not...
0: They were not worried about... The they were not worried about... Contamination of evidence yeah. back in the day oh, at no. all.
1: They I mean, even look. in
0: the even in like the eighties, they didn't give a shit.
1: Yeah. The Cops didn't
0: give a shit. They just walk all over the place.
1: Yeah, needed they to sell whatever. their movies and look good to the people. That's so uh, They had to hide all evidence of hanky, hanky. It's wild. Wild.
2: I mean, it still happens today. Oh, absolutely. You know. So at one point, the exec mayor even took the suicide note. And it's stated that in an attempt to protect Jean, so he did this to try to protect her, but the man in charge of the studio's public relations, Howard Strickling, convinced him to turn it over to the police. hmm I have to wonder if one of them wrote the suicide note. Right. Quickly, rumors spread that Byrne had not committed suicide, but had actually been murdered by his unstable ex-girlfriend, Dorothy Millett, who he still supported financially.
1: That was his ex hmm. wife. Damn. Mm-hmm.
2: She committed suicide after his yeah, death. Yeah,
1: she was in L.A. too. Ah! So, like, that's questionable, chick. And like, some people mm-hmm, reported mm-hmm. seeing her around the area at the time. <gasps> that was probably her swimsuit. <gasps> that is a good. Maybe call. they were
0: reconnecting. Maybe. He was like, "I love Jean," and she was like, "No, you don't, motherfucker,
1: dude." She was obsessed with him. Which and, one? and why were these girls obsessed with him? I don't know. But I don't Sorry. know what Jean <laughs> technically was, really. I mean, she was like what, 24 or 23 mm. at the time they got married, mm. you know? And then he beat her ass all yeah. the time.
2: Yeah, we're getting to that. Mm. So, was it suicide or was it murder? We don't know. Mm, we don't know. We can
1: we can speculate though.
0: I just speculated. I told y'all what happened. She
1: True. Yeah, came through and made a claim. Yeah. That's probably correct. She
0: a statement. Although I'd
2: like to say Especially I was there.
1: <laughs> Both of you guys. We were all there, And y'all. here I am, coming
2: out as Jean at me. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> at me. So tragically, Jean died just five years after, at the age of 26, from kidney failure, as Emily was stating. And more rumors after, stated that Byrne had beaten her so often and one time injured her kidney, causing it to fail five years later. ah Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. I heard he beat her, too. Bad guy. So the owners of the Byrne Harlow household afterwards... Afterwards? Oh. Afterwards?
1: Am Good I lord. right? lord. No, I was am like, I okay? okay, afterwards. I was like, afterwards? Is that an apartment? Like... <laughs>
2: Where's that? It's a new cologne by Axe. Awesome. <laughs> so they have all felt the ghosts of both Byrne and Harlow mm. in the house. Here are some more facts. In so. one well known sighting, Sharon Tate. <gasps> oh, this is a good one. Yep. <laughs> so she saw what she believed to be the ghost of Paul Byrne. Mm-hmm. So she was a struggling actress at the time, as we know. She's beautiful. Uh, she was dating a Hollywood hairdresser, Jay Sebring. Yep. So, Sebring had bought the Byrne-Harlow house in the mid-1960s, um, and Tate, staying in Harlow's old bedroom, awoke to see the apparition of Paul Byrne. Yeah. He was not aware of her and instead was wandering around the room, apparently in search of something. Which is weird. She quickly left the room, and as she walked down the stairs, she stopped halfway, She was shocked to see his apparition now tied to a stair rail. (laughs) He was bleeding from several slashes to his throat and appeared to be struggling to stay alive. After this, when Tate and Sebring were murdered by Charles Manson's followers in 1969, many stated that Tate's sighting was a premonition, a warning of what was to come, because when the murdered Sebring was found, he was tied to a stair rail rail yep
1: didn't they say what? something to didn't he like paul say something to sharon like didn't oh, he whisper possibly. something
2: Ooh, i don't remember it doesn't say
1: on seek ghost hmm. but i recently watched something about sharon tate and they told that story oh she told word.
0: she told someone about that story she told like her sister or something who brought yeah. it up later yeah, on
1: after it all happened yeah it's so interesting uh, that they lived in that house
0: spooky. It's very
2: bizarre. And, um, in regards to poor Jean, apparently people have heard her cries or sobs in the house, smell of perfume. uh The cold classic. spots, you know, the usual when there's something, you know, going on. Uh, in the house. Poor girl. So dark.
1: Never got to grow up.
2: Ugh. What do you have,
1: I don't know.
0: Do you guys want me to follow that one with a funny one? Yes. Do
1: it. Make us laugh.
0: Alright, it might not be <laughs> that funny. It's something that... Okay, so... <laughs>
2: I told you guys... Girl, mansion.
0: Charles Manson. Charles Mansion. I Love told you guys that this one was going to be a surprise because it starts with a story. Ah. Uh-huh. So, a few years ago, I awoke in a fever from a dream. Ah, oh, mm-hmm.
2: shit. Me every night. <laughs> yeah. <Right.
0: laughs> so... Uh, my friend, I live with my friend Sarah at the time, and her friend Max was in town. I had never met him before, and I run out to the living room, and I'm, like, sweating. I'm like, you guys, I just had the craziest dream. Oh
1: my god, scaring the people.
0: And they're like, what is going on? And Max, like, after this thought I was just the funniest person alive, which is great, but, you know. <laughs> So anyway, oh no 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 uh, no uh, you
1: just no. He's him.
0: just yeah you okay. know you, who doesn't want to make a new friend. I mean I, like I usually don't, story. but he's a lovely person. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. anyway, I run out and I'm like, oh, I just had this dream, and they're like, what is happening? I was like, I had a sex dream about <laughs> Teddy Roosevelt's ghost. <laughs> oh my
1: god! And what they're
0: age? like, what? What age was like Teddy? a young Teddy Roosevelt? Oh,
1: thank God, a young Teddy
0: was cute back then. Like I don't even know if I'm I have any interest in him. We're like, what? Wow. So I don't know where this came from, but in the dream, his family hated the fact that we were together. <laughs> they knew he was a ghost. They didn't care. His living family was like, no, we don't want you guys <laughs> to be together. She saw that. He bought me a whole city block and built apartments on Damn it. Geez. And the top floor of this whole city block was my apartment. Wow! And of the bottom floor was an anthropology that. I don't even shop at Anthropology. Oh
2: my God. But was, he
0: was such a gentleman. He Our apartment was to beautiful. You.
1: How was the sex?
0: I don't remember. Damn it. Because I was so shook on it. But I ran out and I told this person I'd never met about this ghost sex dream that I just had. So. How bizarre. Have you
1: seen him any other times? I
0: haven't. And I don't know how he came to me in that dream. I don't know why he was even in my mind. So then I was like, oh yeah, Teddy Roosevelt's ghost is not that far from us. He's at the Menger he is. in San Antonio.
1: What? He totes in. So,
0: I'm going to tell y'all about him because apparently I have a thing for him and I didn't even know. Oh my
1: wow. God, we need to go there and have drinks with your boyfriend.
0: My man, which is exactly where he is. A he heart is in the knows bar. what it wants. So, apparently, my guy Teddy was a huge fan of the manger. He stayed there on three different occasions. Wow. Yeah. Uh, His first visit was in 1898, and this was his most memorable because he brought his infamous Rough Riders with him.
1: Yes, he did!
0: Yep. (laughs) So, even though 120 years have passed, many of the Rough Riders are still said to camp out at the Manger. People see them all the time. Yeah,
1: Linda sees shit there every
0: day. Yep. And the Ghost of Teddy is one of the most frequently seen in the entire hotel, and y'all know that place is haunted, so. Mm -hmm. Anyway... He's almost always seen or heard at the bar, like I said. Um, When staff close up at night, they often see a man appear by the bar. He's nearly translucent, and he never moves. He never shifts. Um, And then staff have also reported feeling as though they're being watched at all times. Yeah. Chatty. Yeah. So sometimes, though, he's a lot more vocal. Um, He'll seat himself at the bar. He'll holler at the staff. He'll coerce <laughs> he'll random people. At the
1: staff.
2: Holla. <laughs>
0: yeah, he'll coerce Yo, random patrons into conversation. Uh-huh. Um, sometimes the staff approaches him because he will show up as a very real looking person,
1: mm-hmm. a
0: very real apparition.
1: Just swatting his whiskey,
0: and um, he's said to start his recruiting tactics as though he's trying to wrangle people for the Rough Riders.
1: Oh, yeah, in the bar. Yeah. That's where you get them. Yep. While they're drunk.
0: Right? So, for the most part, the staff says they're not afraid of him. He's pretty nice. But on one particular night, he really spooked somebody. A new employee. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah. So, this new guy had been tasked with closing the bar, and um, when he was almost finished, he heard a distinct sound behind him. So he whips around and there's a man just standing at the bar staring at him. And he said it was frickin' Teddy himself. Oh, God. And he so stares, Teddy's just staring at him as he did with a lot of the staff, but the new employee had not heard of these rumors and was like, oh shit, what's going on? So he panics, he is terrified, he runs. He runs ra- <laughs> He runs to the doors, and he's trying to get out, and he's realizing that he's locked in. No! Yeah, so he's spooked as all heck. He's banging on the doors with his fist, trying to get out, get somebody's attention, and then someone finally arrives, and he's so disoriented that he doesn't even know how long he's been knocking. He doesn't even know how long Teddy was standing there staring at him, probably the whole time watching him and doing a cackle.
1: Wow. So Dude, why were you so scared?
0: Yeah, I don't know, but after that he refused to enter the bar and he quit soon after. Oh so, Teddy's word. up I to mean, tricks and he's up to treats.
1: Totally it. Have y'all been to that bar? I haven't. There's a bullet hole in the back of the wall what? from Teddy Roosevelt.
0: From Teddy? Stop. Yep. Oh my, <gasps> be still my heart.
2: Hold us, don't <laughs> say it. <laughs>
0: What? Okay. Where was that going? <laughs> is that
1: a quote? A, pol- a political say, quote? POTUS do Shoot us?
2: I mean, it could be anything.
0: Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I really, like, I'm going to be real and say, I don't really know that much about Teddy.
2: I So, know. I don't know
1: how he appeared to me.
2: Maybe in Dude, a prior life. Yes. That's we what you have to do, that, that
1: therapy. Yes. Oh, my God. <gasps> don't tell her about that. Uh, uh, what wow. if you were one of She's his like, mistresses? I see <gasps> an American flag. Have you seen his wife? What does she look like? Not me. We don't know. We don't know. Never been a Teddy fan.
0: <laughs> anyway, that's that.
1: Cool. cool. Can you believe it? Do you want me to talk about another another dude celeb? Yeah, a guy yeah. celeb. A who guy who haunts who haunts our our world today. Yeah, yeah.
0: I love him and yeah, I like him.
1: All right. Have you guys ever heard of a Mr. Orson Welles?
2: Duh.
1: A classic. Classic. (laughs) (laughs) Kindly. (laughs) Well, you know, some people don't know a lot about him, but he was famous, like, in the span of pretty much the 40s and the 60s. But not the 50s. Well, the span. 40s to 60s. The 50s is in there. Did she stutter? Did Did I stutter? Okay. But, yeah, he did um, movies, TV, radio. He's all over the place. He was a director. He was a creator of, you know, all this kinds of shit. So, the radio thing he did scared the shit out of people, made them think the world was ending. Well, so, like, he's, he's a pretty talented man. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, in like, in his early career, when he first started, he worked for RKO. And uh-huh. he got this, like, really cool contract from, um, Pan, Panjo, Ber, Panjo Berman, yeah, he, he was the head guy of RKO at the time, and he got this contract to be able to create his own movies and direct them himself, which at the time, that's, you didn't mean, happen, that didn't happen, like, no one
0: ever gives me a contract,
1: no, I never had one either, wait, no, I, I did had.
0: have a contract with Maid.
1: I did have one, yeah.
0: <laughs> I do have a contract She's at a work, I guess. a local
1: celebrity! Okay, so Orson got to create these movies. And so it was a really exciting thing. People were jealous. They were like, oh, he's got this power. He's this new guy. Where'd he come from? He started throwing it out. When it his first one, Citizen Kane. Mm-hmm. It didn't work out so well at the time. No. Though, as we know now, it's like freaking great, you know, about William Randolph Hearst. It really was about him, but he kind of, like, changed up the script a little bit. Orson did. So you could speculate. But, so he was making Citizen Kane, and he lived in this house in the Hollywood Hills. Ugh. And it is said that he's still there today. When he lived there, he was writing Citizen Kane. He also lived there with Rita Hayworth, (gasps) his wife. Shut (gasps) up. Yes. Very cool.
0: Is Rita a ghost?
1: I don't. I didn't hear that. But uh, you know, I know this see her house is either. pretty fucking haunted because it's got Frank Sinatra. Um, uh-huh. uh, yeah. Wow. He, th- he had parties there. Yeah. There was a bunch of people. Um. So he was writing Citizen Kane in this house. Obviously, it didn't turn out so well. That's depressing. Yeah. So it said he's still there. Composer Paul Williams. I had never heard of him. I don't know that we guy. Have. He lived in the house, like, in, like, the 80s, 90s. <sighs> what a time. And, uh, he said that he'd seen Orson in the house a couple times, wandering like around. Like a
0: full-bodied apparition?
1: <sighs> yeah. Ju- like, just his head? No, like, downstairs in, in this chair, just, like, sitting there with a cigar. Sitting pretty. Sitting pretty, dude. Me. Classic him. And Alyssa. Very crazy. But uh, you want to know what's the coolest thing about this house? Because, you know, all those people live there. It's said to be haunted still by Orson. Mm-hmm. Maybe some other people. You can stay there today <gasps> with Whoa. Airbnb or uh-huh. HomeAway. Yeah. $700 a night, it's yours.
0: That's nothing in the grand scheme of not. things. And
1: the Hollywood Hills. How many bedrooms are there? I, I'm pretty sure, like, I read, like, four.
0: We'll get the gang. There's we'll a go. pool. <gasps>
1: mm-hmm. Yo, it's legit. You don't have to whisper.
0: You can say it.
1: We should go. We really want to (laughs) go.
0: You guys were making a list.
1: Right. So, yeah, he's said to be there, but he's also said to haunt this cafe that is still up and running on Melrose um, Avenue. What's it called? Let me look. Oh, Sweet Lady Jane.
0: Oh, Sweet Lady Jane. Have y'all ever been? I've seen it, but I've never been there.
1: Oh, I may have. I don't know. I've, I've never even, I've, I don't, think, I don't so. think I've seen it, mm. but it's on Melrose, um, and he went there a lot. Loves a good uh, cooked meal, loves good uh, weight service, so it's said that he um, has seen in his booth sometime. He's got a
0: booth. I'm going to sit in his booth. Yeah,
1: his favorite table, and he's also, <laughs> <laughs> well, he's also known So like the booth area is smells of brandy and cigars, which was his drink. Yeah, interesting. Which Mm. is also a smell in the house.
0: Uh, Mm Ah, a classic.
1: So Orson, he's everywhere in Hollywood. He is. Uh, Let's go see him.
0: Wow. I'm
1: down. Right. We gotta go. Goodbye. When
0: you hear your family. Bye. Dang, Kyle. Who's, who's next?
2: So, I got some, uh, Bonnie and quiet action. Oh, Dude. shit. They're cool. They are. Did you know that they were both from Texas? No. Where no in idea. Texas? Right outside of Dallas. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's me. Okay.
2: It's you and Steve.
0: Oh, my God. No, we don't have time for that. Yeah. Did it say what city it was? I feel like it's going to, as soon as you say it, I'm going to be like, oh, yeah. We'll figure it out later on. It's all important. I'll look it
2: up. Yeah. Okay. So, it just says, I grew up outside of Dallas, Texas. Um, So, Bonnie and Clyde, they met in January 1930 at a mutual friend's house in Texas. And apparently they fell in love at first sight, and then they instantly became partners in crime. So Bonnie had been married previously to um, someone who ended up in jail, and Clyde had also been in jail before. So they were already living a life of crime, and then they found one another, and they were like, great, let's do this together. So soon after, they traveled through Texas and Oklahoma with some fellow outlaws that included Clyde's brother and sister-in-law. So it was a family affair.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. crime family. Mm-hmm. A classic.
2: They embarked in a series of robberies, which, you know, began to attract the attention of the public, of the media across the country. Mm-hmm. They're making headlines, they were getting famous, they loved it. What up? That adrenaline rush, you know? Later on, in 1934, Bonnie and Clyde assisted five prisoners and a fellow bank robber to escape from Clyde's former prison, the East. Eastham State Prison. As the prisoners ran, Clyde covered their retreat with bursts of machine gun fire and shot two guards. Yeah. Wow. Wow, wow. Damn, dude. Then, on Easter Sunday in 1934, the couple ran into two highway patrolmen near Grapevine, Texas. You know
0: who's from Grapevine? Not me, but Post Malone is.
2: Uh Well, he's actually from
0: New York, but then he lived in Grapevine.
2: What a connection. Really makes
1: you think. Uh, That's much to think about.
0: Grapevine's a, an interesting place. They have a oh. rainforest cafe.
1: Uh, oh, it, it says that <laughs> Clyde's from Ellis County. Texas. Oh, okay. All right, all right.
0: All right, we'll accept it.
1: There you
2: go.
1: So the patrolman
2: approached the car where Bonnie and Clyde were sitting, hanging out, laughing, drinking whiskey, you know, being their bad selves. And as the officer approached, Bonnie and Clyde shot them both before they could even pull out their guns. And (sighs) you may have heard this before, but Bonnie walked over to one of the officers, rolled him over with one foot, and then fired her gun again, point blank, at the officer's head, yelling, look at there, his head bounced
1: just like a rubber ball. Damn, Bonnie. A little rough. It's a little little spooky. She bad. Mm Mm-hmm. So...
2: They managed to avoid being arrested, being captured for many years
0: until, until that fateful day.
2: <laughs> uh, they, oh, they were even on the FBI's most wanted list, as as we know. We've probably seen. Um, I'll find a picture, but it's not the most flattering picture of, of Bonnie, to say the least.
1: She was kind of pretty, right? Yeah, she was. She was a cute girl, but
2: this photo is not. Oh, it's not a good one. That's too bad. Yeah, mm. she was probably like, OMG, delete that.
1: <sighs> police photos are always bad. Uh-huh.
2: So the FBI tracked them down when they were driving a stolen car near New Orleans. Oh. So, just before dawn, May 23rd, 1934, Louisiana police officers.
1: It's happening. Have you
2: ever heard the word officers? <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> Why do you say cops? <laughs> Policemen. Officer. I think I've just been looking at, you know what, I've been looking
2: at too many memes.
1: Probably, that's it.
2: I think that's what it is. (laughs) Uh, So they were hiding behind, the ossifer. They were hiding behind the bushes along the highway, waiting for Bonnie and Clyde. In the early sunrise, they opened fire, pumping more than 100 rounds of steel-jacketed bullets into the stolen Ford V8. So... They had to get them. They... Blue that shut Let's up. just say they passed away.
1: Quickly. Oh, okay.
0: They passed away quickly. God, what an awful way to go.
1: You think? Yeah. That, I mean, it's quick. Right? No? Ugh. No. That. You'd feel all of it? Already violent. Like, yeah, I don't know. i There were shut.
2: 17 entrance wounds on Clyde's body, and then there were 26 on Bonnie's. Jesus Christ. Don't to hear a gross fact? Yes. So the undertaker, CF Boots, Bailey, I guess like the embalmer, had difficulty... Embalming the bodies because there were so many bullet wounds that the fluids just kept, kept leaking, leaking out. body. Yep. Yum. All right. The ghosts. Yep. So, although the families denied the couple their final resting place side by side, many claim that Bonnie and Clyde continue to terrorize together in death. <laughs> Ghostly forms appear in photographs taken near the marker where the police killed them. Others claim that the two haunt the bullet-ridden, blood-spattered V8 Ford death car displayed today at Whiskey Pete's Casino in Prim, Nevada. Wow. Uh, Maybe we should go.
1: I want to go. (sighs) Mm -hmm.
2: Many also say that the two still linger in the hallways of the Baker Hotel in Mineral Wells, Texas. The Baker's supposed to be real haunted. Let's go. They apparently had stayed there during their crime spree. Guests at the hotel report seeing apparitions, most often in the hotel ballroom and the Brazos room. When asked to identify the ghosts, they always choose the picture of Bonnie and Clyde. So I'm guessing that there are a few photos, and they're like, "Which one oh. is spooky?" And they happen to <laughs> pick which that one is one. the spooky? Which one is the spookiest? Who do you see? Ossifer. Osif- <laughs> Tell the Ossifer which picture has the ghosts. Uh, Oth- Ossifer. Ossifer. So, yeah. B and wow. C.
1: Dude, cool. Let's Spooky. go over there and find them. I'm down. Wow. I'd love to see um, Clyde. He was cute. Yeah. Wasn't he tall? And she was short. No? I don't know. I don't know. She looks might, kind of tall and I lanky to me. making yeah. things up. It's yeah.
0: hard to say. You guys, I have a theme tonight. What? Alright, so...
1: Another president.
0: It's not a president. It's Anna Nicole Smith. Quite the (gasps) opposite. But she said she had sex with a ghost, so it's (laughs) no wonder she came back as one.
1: Girl, I'm (laughs) jealous! Have you ever heard that she said this? Okay. So,
0: when asked what the craziest sexual experience she ever had was, Anna said, Well, a ghost would crawl up my leg and have sex with me in an apartment a long time ago in Texas. I used to think it was my boyfriend, and one day I woke up and it wasn't. It was like a spirit, and woo! And she like mimed a ghost flying from her bed sheets, oh. <laughs> and she said, "Woo!" It went up. I was freaked out about it, and then I was like, "Well, you know what? He's never hurt me, and he just gave me some amazing sex, so I have no problem."
1: Wow! Wow! I always knew it was the ghost action. Yeah, oh, no. wait—he crawled up her leg. I—I I guess he, he like did a, a slith. A little
0: slive up there. Did he stick his he, tail
1: up there? Maybe he like <laughs> a, well, Maybe he, he was
0: like running his his his, his ghost, ghost hand up her leg and then oh, he did a woo shit. Yeah. So as we know, she passed away um in two thousand seven at the Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Hollywood, Florida. Rest in peace. Rip. Mm-hmm. Gone too soon. Mm-hmm. Um, ever since guests have seen her wandering the hallways and most often the lobby, looking lost, confused, doesn't know what's going on. Ugh, me. Yeah,
1: yeah. I know.
0: So after her death, the hotel actually renovated the suite where she passed away, and they renumbered the room so that you know none of these freaks could request the room on purpose. Interesting, but um, you. We know, still, yeah. we know that renovations stir up paranormal activity, mm-hmm. so maybe that's yeah. what really sparked it all. Um, investigators have captured responses from her on spirit boxes, although a lot of them seem iffy, and you know guy I'm still not sold on spirit boxes, but if you're feeling wild, check them out on YouTube. Mm-hmm. But that was just a short one, and I thought it was fun because...
1: That is fun. She's wild. She is.
2: She likes to have fun.
1: Yeah.
2: Do you think now they're
1: together? Oh, the oh, yes, her ghost boyfriend and her. Oh my god, maybe. I hope so because if that was the best she's had, they need to get back on it wow. for eternity. For eternity. Oh, man. And now
0: they're in the same plane, so, like, yeah. they can really go for it.
1: That's awesome. You know, good for them. Good for them.
0: Honestly, they found love in a, a bodiless place.
1: A bodiless place. <laughs> Y'all want another short one? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love this it. It's fun. Um, this one's an, uh, uh, Lon Chaney Sr. You ever heard of him? No. He's Yeah, he was a film star in the silent era. Mm. But he's known for, like, his um, grotesque, scary characters. <gasps> the Hunchback of Notre Dame. Oh, a classic. <sighs> the Phantom of Opera. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Think of me. Yep. Think of me fondly. Damn, Kyle. <clears throat> so good. He was <laughs> so he was really good he was really talented. He had a son that played characters as well on mm. Chaney Junior. Um but he like did his own makeup. He would pretty much like create these things from his own mind and I love this. Became a classic.
0: Uh, some he was so creative. I know.
1: An artiste. He died very early on though, sadly, at forty seven in 1930 Gosh. um kind of around the time of the talkies so maybe it was a good oh, thing Oh
0: yeah he wasn't quite ready <laughs>
1: Right I know he died of lung cancer though so Oh
0: he definitely wouldn't he, have been he prepared He definitely
1: wasn't ready But as a monster maybe he didn't have to Yeah much.
0: he did he just <laughs> true.
1: Exactly Um true. he filmed his movies at Universal Studios ah! and as said to haunt stage 28
0: Whoa. to this day.
1: Why uh, stage 28? Um, That was the stage he filmed Phantom of the Opera. <gasps> Think of me. There she is again. <laughs> the freaking beauty. It's the
2: only number I know.
1: Um, I guess that was his favorite, maybe? I don't know. Yeah. But he likes stage 28. Employees and visitors claims he they can see a man that apparently looks a lot like Lon. Who knows? And he's wearing a black cape, and he's just moving in, hmm. in, in and out this studio.
0: Interesting. That's
1: the that's the phantom of the studio. Mm-hmm. It's him. <laughs> it's the P of the S. Right. Um, they also see him running around the catwalk. <laughs> I I he's, I'm picturing him actually, like, modeling. I know. Y'all is- Strutting. Like, Y'all ever see the movie um, Phantom at the Megaplex on Disney? The Disney
0: Channel. Yes! Movie? <laughs> oh my God! How did oh. I forget about it's that a Disney
1: Channel original that, movie? That yes. movie
0: is so good. It's we so have good. to watch that. Is so
1: good! I'm picturing okay. that. You know how I was a kid. Yes. And he's like, Whoa. Oh
0: my God,
1: <laughs> Emily! I forgot
0: all about that movie. Right? Disney Channel had some bangers. So good.
2: So good. Mom's got a date with a vampire. Yeah, Halloween Town, the 13th year. Girl, name a mom. Stepsister from
1: Planet Weird. (laughs) Oh, my God. On and on. Good stuff. Sorry. Don't
0: don't look under the bed. Was that the (gasps) name of one of them? Yes,
1: Uh with the boogeyman. We've got Smart House.
0: Oh, Smart House. That really freaked me out.
1: All right, we got stuff to watch.
0: Yeah, anyway.
1: (laughs) Um... (laughs) So, yeah, that's what I'm picturing, is, like, the Phantom of the Megapod. Now I'm picturing him, too. he's, like, running around the catwalk, like, oh! yeah, he worked at the movie theater. Yes, yes, yes. Um, what do they also see? They see him running across the catwalk, and uh, the stage, when closed, um, in studios, they, they close stages down, like, completely shut them down. They're locked up, they're chained up, like, when this stage is closed, y'all, security guards will see the lights turn on inside. Stop. Lawn. Lawn. <laughs> One time they heard, the they heard a door swing open and then slam close, which maybe somebody's not doing their job and looking up the stage, but it could be Lawn. So check out Universal Studios. Wow.
0: Mm-hmm. Damn. Stage
1: 28. Find mm-hmm. a... Mr. Lon Chaney, a caped crusader, the Phantom of the Stage, twenty-eight. Wow. (laughs) What's up? Oh.
0: What's it gonna be? Who's
2: next? I got a very short and sweet one. I love it. Our girl, Amy Winehouse. Ah, rip. Love her. I
0: was her for Halloween a few years before she passed away, and I'm gonna say I still think it was one of my best costumes to this day.
2: Can we see some pics?
0: I'll send you guys some pics. I He's weighed 90 pounds, so it was we'll very scary.
1: <laughs> it was. A, it was a time.
0: But she looks good.
1: But it was authentic, authentic. Yeah. very authentic. Wow, you went there. Uh, she went yeah. There. <laughs> she
2: started in July. She was like, "This is it." No, no <laughs> mess. Okay. Girl. So, as we know, she died July 23rd. Uh, uh,
1: what year was it? 2000.
2: I don't have the date.
0: 2007 but. or 2011.
1: Yeah,
0: 2011. That makes. 2011. I think that was. Because yeah. I was thinking Vanicole. 2007. It was definitely 2011. It was like April 2011, maybe.
2: Mm. Mm. So, Pete Doherty, her husband. He? They were married. I. F- both engaged. Maybe they were married. Yeah. They were something. They, they were a lot of nice. things. Yeah, true. So he, still to this day, is apparently convinced that his. Um, flat, or his apartment, <laughs> is haunted by her ghost.
1: Does he still live there?
2: Um, I mean, I guess to this day possibly means that he's still there, but uh-huh. but we don't know. Um, and what's sad is that some people are like, oh no, that's just, like, drug-induced. But he's apparently clean now, so we don't really know.
1: Huh.
2: And then also her dad says that he's also been visited by her. Ugh. Which is sweet and also very sad. And he said, her spirit comes and sits in my bed. Like, I see her beautiful face. <sighs> oh, and then he Daddy's said,
1: girl. I know. Yeah.
2: And then another time, he said that she um, came to him in the form of a bird to visit him and the rest of her family. And it was similar to... A bird that she had tattooed on her arm, so that's how he knew it was her.
1: Very cool, uh, Amy. Very
0: cool. <sighs> Gone too soon, 100. Yeah. Truly, member of the 27 <laughs> Club, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes, I'd say so. uh, she's 27.
0: Hate that. Oh my God. What? I'm Come gonna up. be 27 so soon. <gasps>
2: you no, know, I just. We'll protect you. Yeah, I. We're gonna. I'm gonna be in Japan.
0: Now. How are you gonna protect me? Oh
2: shoot. If I made it,
0: you'll make it.
1: Oh, thank you for that. That's true. Every
0: time. Yeah. Y'all, I have a fun one. Ooh. Joan Crawford. ever uh, heard of her? I know woo. Emily Emily's gonna have some no, facts why and you figures. Us. Yeah. She Emily, I don't know if she said
1: that or not. That might not be a fact.
0: <laughs> we <laughs> Emily's gonna have some facts for sure though. <laughs> so her home, which was located at four twenty six North Bristol Avenue in Los Angeles, was haunted by malevolent spirits even during her ownership.
2: Oh, shit!
0: Ah. So, her daughter Christina wrote in Mommy Dearest, which was like a tell-all that dragged her to shit. Yeah. True. Yep. Um, yep. She wrote that whenever something strange happened or a ghost appeared, she'd fearfully try and tell her mother, which only led to her mom punishing her. Because <gasps> she thought she was a liar. Mm-hmm. So, years later, when the house was sold, the new owners began to experience odd fires breaking out in the home. Huh? And even heard children's voices crying in the walls.
1: Mm. What? Yeah.
0: So the owners decided to have the house exercised numerous times. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Christina later said that every single owner had trouble. The first one was Crawford. She built the majority of the house. It was a small cottage when she bought it, but most of the house she built. Every single family... That has lived in the house has had horrible things happen. Illnesses, alcoholism, addictions, relationship problems, and now, evidently with the current owner, the walls are breaking out in flames. I've heard that in particular, it's a wall that was behind Crawford's bed. No. Damn,
1: girl. Yeah. Relax, you know? So,
0: yeah. <laughs> over the years, exorcists, ghost hunters, and house healers have claimed that they don't sense Jones' presence in the house But many believe that the property was built on land that's somehow poisoned by vindictive spirits. And that the evil that was already in the house is what led to Joan's, like, evil ways. Ah. Yeah, and her cruelty against her children.
1: Others, though, do think
0: that Joan is there as the the spirits are particularly vicious like she was. Hmm. So, um, as her daughter Christina puts it... It would not surprise me in the least if the haunting spirit that is in the house is Crawford. She was capable of real evil.
1: Wow. Christina did not like Mom.
0: She did not. I think she was also adopted.
1: Yes, she was. Right? She Mm -hmm. never had I mean,
0: she called her Crawford. Like, she didn't call her Mom.
1: (laughs) Shit. That was a real relationship. (laughs) So, that wasn't the one. uh, Crazy. Yeah. I guess. I don't know what, how, when she turned, but that's interesting. I wonder if it was when she moved into house. Into that
0: house, and now she, the people think she haunts that house. I believe it. I,
1: I have another lady in Hollywood. <gasps> Old lady classic. Old
0: Hollywood. lady
1: classic. Yes. <gasps> Jean Harlow, mm-hmm, remember, mm-hmm. Blonde bombshell. follow that theme. Blonde bombshell. Thelma,
0: Thelma Todd. Todd.
1: Hottie, <laughs> Sotty. Is she,
0: that what they called her?
1: I don't know. Oh. But, I'm like well, time. they will now. But she was a wise wisecracking, train-stopping, blonde bombshell. Ooh. So I, I, I look at pictures, and I'm not there. That's not my type of woman. Mm-hmm. But, like, I, I could see how men were like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. She was very voluptuous. Mm-hmm. She was funny. Mm-hmm. She was in a bunch of comedies with Laurel and Hardy. She was a lot of fun. She was a lot of fun. Um, she got brought into Hollywood through beauty pageants. So, she was a real character, Mm -hmm. you know?
2: Charismatic.
1: Yes. Well, okay, so she did this one film with this director. You guys, she's unique looking. Yeah, right? It's interesting. Um, so she's, she did this, she's, she started in Paramount, which Hmm. is exciting. I love Paramount. That's hometown, you know? Um... And she uh, she really took off in the talkies. She was in some silence, but she had she had a fun voice. She she was a wisecracking female, you know. (laughs) Yeah, she was. She had fun. She was fun for the time. She'd be a ghoul. Totally (laughs) would. In 1931, she met this guy Roland West, who's a director, and uh, he put her in this film. He had a wife at the time, but of course, classic Hollywood. <sighs> you leave the wife for the actress. God. You know? I mean,
0: there's no other way.
1: There's no other way. When you're hot, you're hot.
0: And that's <laughs> all there is to it.
1: That's all there is to it. Um, so, they move, after the film, they moved into Roland's Sunset Boulevard estate, mm. which is it was on the end of Sunset Boulevard, just hitting the corner of PCH.
0: Oh. So, between...
1: Santa Monica, and the Pacific Highway.
0: Mm-hmm. Ugh, PCH mm-hmm. makes my stomach really? swirl around. I can't do that drive.
1: I don't, yeah, I don't like it over in that area, certainly, mm-hmm. but, like, farther down, it's beautiful.
0: I mean, it's beautiful, it's but beautiful. I just get, like, oh, sick. True. Yeah.
1: Um, so, with Roland, they, they, they got, they built this cafe called Thelma Todd's Roadside Cafe. And she is said to now haunt both the Redside Cafe and Roland West's old home in his garage. Because his let me tell you what happened. Garage! Let me tell you what happened to Miss Thelma. His garage. Pretty pretty sad stuff that, that happened here. So, when they built the cafe, it was in the 30s. Big time of, like, mobsters, gangsters coming to a rise, wanting to stir trouble up, you know? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So, the night of... No, the, the day before, I think, Lucky Luciano, a gangster, came to visit Thelma, asked to use her upper upper lounge for a casino. Event. Come on. Thelma was a strong, independent woman. She was like, not no, interested. I'm not, I'm not interested. Sorry. Mm. This supposedly pissed him off. We don't know. But, later on, she goes to a party. Ida Lupino's throwing a big Hollywood party. Ida Lupino? Yes. She leaves Roland at home. <laughs> she's an actress. <laughs> she leaves Roland at home, goes Goodbye. to this party with Ida. He's like, Don't get too drunk, girl. I'm not waiting up for your ass. <gasps> and she's like, No, okay. Honey, no. I'm I am never. Right. <laughs> um, she goes to the party. It's said to be a wild time. Everybody turns up. Her ex husband, Pat DeSico, no. another little gangster guy who uh, married a lot of people, a lot of hot women, so look him up if you have a chance. He was there. It said that he got into a nasty little fight with Thelma that night, and she got even more wasted. Mm. By the time it was time to go home, she got into her car. Sid Grauman of the Chinese Theater... Of
0: Grauman's Theater, yep.
1: ...calls Roland West, and he says, Yo, bro, your girl's coming home. She's drunk as a skunk. <laughs> Make sure you're there to wake her up. This is a totally true claim. He did answer the phone. He did know she was coming home. He said he would be around to be there. Thelma gets home. Apparently, she tries to get in the apartment, doesn't have a key, is drunk as a skunk, trying to get in, banging on the doors, slamming on it. There is evidence of her kicking really hard on the door, like trying to break in. Apparently, Roland says she never got in because oh, they fuck. were having a screaming fight outside. Mm. People did hear her screaming at him, mm-hmm. so there is claim that, they, that there was something going on there. So, after that, that was the last time he saw her. The next time she was found, in the garage, up the way, to- on top of the house, dead. What? Of the um, exhaust engine fuel poisoning. <gasps> Oh no. The car was running. The hood was Jesus. down. She was sprawled out. But crazy. They said it was a suicide. Mhm. However, mm-hmm. in the autopsy, there was a tooth knocked out. He beat
0: her and then he tossed her in. There,
1: there was a tooth knocked out, a porcelain tooth of hers that was porcelain, it was fake. No, <laughs> it <laughs> was real. I, I just, she's not she's not that cute, you know, right? <laughs> like you can tell you know, I don't know. So there was a tooth sitting by her in the seat, her nose was broken, a couple Mm -hmm. ribs were broken. Uh -uh. Uh-uh. This is all foul Mm -hmm. play. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. And they, and they said it, they, they couldn't, like, get a clear person, you know, and it was said that the monoxide killed her. Mm Mm-hmm. So she could have already been harmed before she was I'm sure she was, like,
0: knocked out, and then they just tossed her in there. Right.
1: But it could have been that she was she got in there like that and turned on the car and fell asleep.
0: Could be. You oh, know? trying trying to do an right. escape. I
1: don't Maybe? know. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Lots dudes. of speculation. But there's lots of speculation around it. Some people think it's Lucky that did it because he was pissed about the casino not happening. Mm. Some people say Pat because he was a bad guy too. He was known to beat women all the time. Yeah, these dudes. Some people say it's Roland yeah. Roland West. Um, but yeah, she, yeah, that's what she did. Anyways, people see her to this day. There's a production company that is at the cafe now and they see, they see a woman coming down the stairs sometimes, um, like where her apartment used to be. Oh, so they say like, Oh, she's, she's recreating that night, like trying to get back inside, Mm. you know? And then they also, let me, let me turn my page here. (laughs) Oh, yeah, okay. She goes down the stairs or the cafe. Oh, and the garage of that old house, of Roland West's house, owners um, say that sometimes at night they'll hear, like, an engine in the garage going off. Spooky. And they'll smell, like, the exhaust fumes. (gasps) But nothing will be in there.
0: Spooky.
1: Crazy. (laughs) Crazy, Mm. crazy. Spooky. I want to know who
0: killed her. I do, too.
1: Because it's obvious somebody did something.
0: God, if you could pick one unsolved murder to solve.
1: Oh, shut up. There's so many. There's her. There's... Casey Anderson. Elizabeth Short. Jean Benet. Mm.
2: Oh,
1: my God. There's so many. The list goes
0: on. Jean Benet, I think, is one of my top.
1: Definitely.
0: I just want to know.
1: I want to know, too. I can speculate about all of them for hours. I can I too. I think it's the brother. He seemed He's off.
0: too strange. It's very
1: creepy, but there's a, I don't know. There's don't a
0: know, lot. Do you? Do you have a... one? No. Oh well. She's... I guess this is the last one. Oh
1: my gosh! Live it up for us. All right,
0: y'all. So mm. this is Lucille Ball.
1: Oh. Star. Star.
2: So
0: disclaimer: Yesterday, I learned some bad things about Lucille Ball. That she did. That she was kind of a trickster, kind of a, kind of a, the not the best person. It's like that meme that's like, how old were you when you found this out? And it's like, I was today years old. I was yesterday years old. Yeah. Because she was my idol growing up. She was a redheaded lady. You know. Mm-hmm. We can I still
1: view her in a better light. True. Absolutely. I was her
0: for Halloween in the fourth grade.
1: That's adorable.
0: My grandma made my costume. It was spot on. She even gave me some like vintage shoes Where that were hers you,
2: that picture too. well yeah i did that too mm-hmm. i was marilyn monroe one year and wore a crazy blonde wig and drew on a mole and Stop. wore vintage so i have a picture
0: yeah. none of my classmates knew who i was Same. supposed to
2: be and the teachers were laughing at me because <gasps> i was so young and i was marilyn monroe <gasps> They're like, how do you even know what that was? I don't even I don't
0: know. Oh god, I was obsessed oh with I Love Lucy. Dude. Obsessed. My mom and I watched it all the time. And
1: and I the, a show too. That too. was that show was
0: hilarious.
1: Yeah. In the second grade, I was Nancy Sinatra. Stop! Okay, that's that <laughs> I have some great picks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we Okay, we need, we need we need We <laughs> need one of all of these. Nancy yes. Sinatra.
1: Yes. And I have to oh, I had these boots are made for walking my mom made me this short little short velvet stop. dress stop she poofed up my hair stop she it she put a dot on my face stop. I had these high leather black boots
0: I can't eat dude
1: Linda was the greatest what was wrong
0: with us to. my little sister was Marilyn Monroe in elementary school but Top I think left. that I don't know but yeah so Lucille Ball we'll
1: post all this yeah.
0: so she died during surgery on April 26th 1989 Really? 1989 at the age of 77, and she was still living in her home located at 1000 North Roxbury Drive in Beverly Hills.
1: Yeah, she Aww. lived a good, long life. She did.
0: So, Gary Morton, Lucille's second husband, sold the house several years... Okay, now I'm having the Kylie mouth.
1: Which several the Kylie mouth, several, what's wrong with it?
0: Several years after her death, and the new, owner, the new owners had the house torn down, which, like, what...
1: Yeah, what the frick? Rude Why? AF.
0: So, a friend of Lucy's drove past the property to see the home one last time, and a bunch of the walls were missing because they had started, like, tearing it down, and he could see her old bedroom. He then noticed a tall, slim redhead peering through the fence at what was left of the house. oh yeah, she turned towards him, and he realized it was Lucy. <gasps> Lucy, no. she looked upset and confused. She then walked around the corner of the house and disappeared.
1: Oh, so See sad. I know that one
0: gives me chills, and I don't know why. So, despite the fact that her house was destroyed, there are still numerous reports of strange happenings mm. going on where the new home is. Mm. Mm. So, most of the activity occurs in the attic, which is, like, boo. That's crazy. I just got the shivers. Yeah. So, there are reports of sounds loud enough to be a party coming from upstairs. One person said it sounded like a party, like multiple voices, music.
1: That's fun. All that jazz. I bought a house, not an Um, apartment.
0: Yeah. Voices voices are heard shouting, even when the attic is empty, which is probably most of the time, if I had to guess. Um, But... They say that her ghost is... <coughs> now I got the Kylie cough. Oh my god, what's yes,
2: happening? Jesus guys. Christ. do me. Miss- they say that
0: her ghost is playful and seldom intrusive, although... Boxes and furniture furniture are routinely moved and arranged in ways that f- different than the homeowner had left them, so they'll come home and shit's whack. <laughs> She's
2: like, fuck <"Love> um, y'all. <laughs> the feng shui is all off.
0: Also, sometimes their belongings will disappear, and then they'll reappear in places they shouldn't have been, like, months later.
2: That's funny. Wow. That's like your cell She's phone. She's a trickster. In uh, L.A. When
0: my cell phone got <laughs> stolen by Courtney in L.A., Courtney the Ghost. Courtney the Ghost, yeah. She just
1: wanted to play. Yeah.
0: So, there... People say she did cause some damage to the house, and people say she didn't. Some people who have owned the home claim that her ghost broke windows, but others are like, that's not true. So...
1: Stop lying on Lizzie Hill. Yeah.
0: So, um, another witness said... That they heard the "I Love Lucy" theme song playing <laughs> softly in the attic.
1: Get it, girl.
0: <gasps> on more than one occasion.
1: <laughs>
2: Do you think she ever hears, or that, anyone ever hears, Ricky? Lucy.
1: Mm-hmm. Ricky's <sighs> not there. It's Lucy. He's not yeah. there. Mm. Dude, but they're uh, married that's wife right
0: that? They yeah. did a divorce, though. That's some uh.
1: Sunset Boulevard shit. She's watching her old, her old movies.
0: Yeah, but. Everyone who's lived in the home since has just accepted her as being a natural part of the home. And um it was suggested to one owner that they have an exorcism of the house and he said that he could never do that to Lucy. Oh no.
1: Thank you. Yeah. Just let her
0: be. So they also say that she haunts the heart building at Paramount Studios. Yeah. yeah. This That's where studio. The studio was once Desi Luce Studios, which was the the, the production company that um, she and Desi owned together. But um, And that's where I Love Lucy was produced. Oh. So, Night Watchmen at the studio have reported seeing her spirit in the building's upper floors. And it's always followed by the scent of a floral perfume.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. So, my executive producer... His office was in her office, old office at Paramount. Wow. Cool. It always smelled of floral. He was never there. He was an Australian. He did all the assets. so of course he was never there.
0: Wow. But
1: yeah, and it smelled like
0: flowers. Was this the one that was um, constructed to look like her old house, or was that her...
1: Um, I don't know. It's all blue. It has, like, blue carpeting.
0: Huh. Because there is one building there, and it is supposed to look like her home.
1: At Paramount? Yeah. It's possible because that area does look very different than the rest of the whole, yeah. whole lot. Mm.
0: It, like, it, because, pe- I think it was because people would say that she, like, never spent time with her kids, so people would get photos of her in front of the house.
1: Okay, so that, they, because of that, there would, there's, like, a little kid's There's park, a little park, yeah, yep. Yeah, right across the street from it. Yeah. yeah because they, they said that.
0: So people Very would cool. like take photos of her while she was at work, but it looked like she was like just hanging out with her kids. But she was actually in her studio.
1: Yeah, crazy. Yeah, that's funny. They like uh, lived at the studio. Yeah,
0: I mean those people were doing the things, dedicated, producing the stuff, yeah, making money, mm-hmm. making people laugh. Mm-hmm. Fred and Ethel hated each other in real life.
1: No. <laughs> uh. Uh, yes, yeah. Go find the famous people. Seriously, yeah, go find more. them. Uh, I'm sure we'll name more. We've already named many in previous episodes. Yeah. yeah.
0: uh, man. So today we put it to the Instagram. Where should we go next? We're getting all the answers. If you guys are inspired and you want to see a place happen tell us us. let us know keep sending us those stories to the golden ghouls podcast at gmail.com i got a few spooky ones this week and i'm gonna say it's still haunted out there
1: yes i caught it that's what i need to hear Uh, yeah thank the ghoul thank
0: the ghoul we got merch coming soon Mm. tell us what you want to see do you want t-shirts you want tote bags you want want... patches you want stickers you you want want slacks Kylie is really going for these ghost slacks. Some slacks. But we'll see what happens Five with nine nine. that. Slacks, Trous- trousers. <laughs> oh my god! Maybe like a, a legging.
2: A legging. Oh,
0: oh. Uh, we don't know. We d- a tell sport? us. Tell us what you oh, want. Shit. Tell us what you'll wear. What you'll want. You'll be proud to show off. Exactly. You know.
2: What's missing from your wardrobe? <gasps>
1: we'll fill
0: it up. We will. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's bedtime for me. Uh, Dude, I'm a little sleep. I'm a little sleepy.
2: Y'all,
0: I was sitting talking to Steve earlier, and the next thing I knew, I was like,
2: "Oh no!"
1: And he
0: thought I was faking it. and I was like, "No, I really just passed out."
1: Right, it's that time. Yeah. But uh, talk to us.
0: Yeah. Until next time, stay spooky.
1: Ooh. Huh. Oh, man. Charles Mansions.
2: <laughs>